following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. My name is Christopher Green, and I'm the producer of Shadows and Daylight. Shadows and Daylight is a mystery detective audio drama following the character of Winter O'Brien, who is an amateur detective. She is unraveling some secrets in her town about two cult-like gangs that have been fighting in the background for years. The two episodes that are applicable are episodes number 11, titled The Eighth, and episode number 12, titled Beauty from Ashes. If you'd like to check out Shadows and Daylight, the first season is all available at shadowsanddaylight.ca. You can listen to the entire first season straight from the website, streaming it there, or purchase MP3s from the website as well to listen offline. The first season is one large arc, and there is a second season in production now that is more episodic. If you enjoyed these episodes and the storyline in them, we recommend that you go back to episode one and enjoy the story from the beginning. And if you're looking for something a little more episodic, episode four, titled Meanwhile, is a relatively standalone episode. And all of the episodes in season two will stand alone. So stay tuned at shadowsanddaylight.ca or follow us at shadowsanddaylight on all social media platforms. Well, Commissioner, it looks like it's an open and shut. Is it now? Sure. This girl, uh... Penelope? Yeah, Penelope Riano. She attempted to murder the megalomaniac religious leader wannabe. Now, what was his name? I don't know. He called himself the Indigo. The Indigo? Right, whatever. So she tried to kill him and failed. All she did was shoot on a lighting fixture. So, apart from wasting a perfectly good fluorescent tube light, no harm done. I prefer eco bulbs myself, anyway. So what do we do now? Well, your police ID checks out. You're free to go whenever you please. Good, I can't wait to get out of here. I was speaking of Commissioner Delaney's ID. Your ID, on the other hand, wasn't as clear. What? You look a lot less impressive in person. Your photo ID looks more tough, kind of, you know, chiseled. You're saying I don't live up to my photo? Listen, officer, I'm telling you, that is me. Are you sure? This looks photoshopped, if you ask me. Well, no one asked you. Give me that. Uh, Matt's still a civilian. Mm-hmm. But not for long. I'll be taking my test soon. Then I'll be a full-fledged cadet. Well, in the meantime, you probably shouldn't be using such an obvious fake ID. Obvious? What's so obvious about it? Well, you forgot to cut out the copyright watermark to www.props.ca. Oh. <laughs> Don't worry. I can vouch for him. Mm-hmm, yeah. Have a nice trip back to New Dublin, gentlemen. Oh, officer. Uh-huh. What a Penelope. Oh, she'll stand trial for attempted murder. I think the force in New Dublin could use our knowledge in the immediate future. Perhaps we could cut a deal? Look, I don't care what police force takes her as long as I can wrap this up. I got a date with a spicy taco and reruns of Kojak. <laughs> I'll talk to my supervisor and make the necessary arrangements. Thank you. About time. 
All right, I'll leave you to it. What do you mean you'll leave me to it? Look around you. There are no Thal guards. They're all at Town Hall. You don't need me. Maybe, but where are you going? I don't know if you've noticed, but the Prots and the Thals are at war. I'm not about to pass this opportunity up. I thought we already discussed this. Yeah, so? And who do you think you are to give me orders? You're not the top cheese around here. I think you mean top dog. I thought that was big dog. Whatever. If you want your friends, fine. I'm letting you have them. But the town belongs to us. All right, I found the spare key. All right, you guys are free. Thank you, Winter. I was beginning to wonder if you'd been caught. No, I just had a bit of a slowdown with the Prots. Prots? Are you okay? I'm fine. We had to form an alliance with them. An alliance? With the Prots? I'll explain later. Right now we have to try and end this conflict before the Prots start a battle with the Thals. A battle? This alliance doesn't sound very stable, Winter. I'd say you're right. Alright, let's go through this. There are only supposed to be seven shepherds. Who do we know is an M55? This is crazy. You can't take down the shepherds. Focus, Lay. Fine. Well, there was Donald Schaefer. That makes one. The second was Father Tulin. They caught him right at the border between New Dublin and West Orlington. Where is he now? West Orlington Prison. <laughs> okay, number three was Reverend Teal. He turned out to be an X-Thal and an M55. Right. And let's not forget number four, our dear father, Eden Callahan, illustrious supreme leader of the town. <laughs> Thanks to his overthrowing of the local government. Correct. Five, the indigo. Right, of course. Any others? I don't know, but do you remember the map in the cave we were hiding in? Sort of. It had all the locations of the M55 hideouts. <laughs> well, that doesn't sound very smart. What do you mean? Leaving a map where anyone could see it. Not a lot of people go out that far in the woods. Besides, they wouldn't understand what the map means. So how did you find out about it? I'm a thaw, eh? Think about it. I know, but you didn't even know half of the names of the M55, let alone how to pronounce M55, before all of this happened. <laughs> anyway, wasn't there a secret rebirth after the first gang war? All right, you got me. When I first was recruited, they told me about a book in the library. <laughs> Is this a joke? Just listen. Fine. I just can't imagine you signing out a library book. The book had a map to the locations. Wait a minute. What? What did you just say? You mean, what? No, before that. I said, I just can't imagine you signing out a library book. Sign out. That's it. What's it? Each M55 would have signed out that book at one point or another. To find out the two remaining shepherds, we need to get our hands on the sign-out card. One problem. To get to the library, we have to get back into town, which is a Thal stronghold. That doesn't matter. They still think I'm loyal to the Thal cause. And the shepherds. Right. Hmm. Come on, Lay. We're going to the library. All right, I hope you're comfortable. 
We're not. Why are you holding us in First Church of New Dublin? What better place for the prod headquarters? After all, we did remove that imposter of a reverend of yours from it. Reverend Teal was a changed man. The Prots had no right to come after him like they did. Oh, we had every right, you see, because we have the guns. Oh, how holy. You watch your lip, you hear? Don't forget who healed those eyes of yours. Yeah, just how did you heal Red's eyes anyway? Power. We have got the power of God on us, we has. I don't think God honors a single thing you're doing here. Well, the proof is in the pudding, my friend. Your daughter can see the world clearly now. It's true. Miracles don't lie. Well, I will leave you all to get reacquainted. Darren, see that they don't try and leave. Ha ha ha! Thanks for what you did, alright? You're welcome. I am surprised to hear thanks from you, though. We did foil your plan after all, didn't we? You didn't foil my plan. He did. I should have known better than to lock him in a room with a phone. You should be glad we're bringing a vicious criminal like you to justice. Matt. What? She tried to kill someone. Don't you think she's been true enough? Well, I guess you're right. Apology accepted. So, um, what happens to me now? I think you might be able to help us. Yeah? Uh, how do you figure? The Indigo said the Tolls had taken over New Dublin. If that's true, then we may be the only ones who can still help the town. <laughs> you kidding me, right? No. So, two country bumpkin coppers and a crook up for attempted murder are gonna save the town? Don't underestimate us country bumpkins. Yeah, have you seen my survival knapsack? I've got a GPS, maps, and, uh, uh... Hey! Who took my microscope? Oh, Beretta, what do you want me to do? Well, you are a tall, aren't you? Well, not exactly. You see, the Indigo was a thal. We didn't have a choice in the matter. Most of us who were slaves to him would probably be prats. Well, I'm not looking to create allegiances with either side. And the information you have about the tolls could be invaluable to stopping them. Oh, believe me. I'll enjoy that. Oh, there you are. Don't worry, guys. I found my microscope. Uh, what are we talking about? Torches and guns outside! I can see that. Right. I keep forgetting. Um, shouldn't you be worried about the crazy people with guns, Mr. Guard? <laughs> Why should I, eh? Most of them are on our side. Oh, well, I suppose if you know the crazy people who are running around with guns, it's not as big a deal. Dad? Are you okay? You've been awfully quiet. So have you. Yeah. Mr. Hood said that the prots healed your eyes. How did they do that? Well, basically they commanded my eyes to be healed by their power. They said God gave them that power. Something to do with the fact that God handed this power over to them. You sound as though you believe all that. Well, I can see, can't I? 
I mean, how else do you explain it other than the fact that the prots are right? I wouldn't call it a fact, Red. <clears throat> Ahem, interjection. But I mean, your dad is right, Red. Let's not forget who has crazy people running around with guns outside. <laughs> no offense, Mr. Guard. Huh? Good point, Kaylin. As Mr. Hood said, the proof is in the pudding. Yeah, I didn't really get that. I mean, people always say that. It's like, when's the last time you dove into your pudding to search for proof? <laughs> Am I right? Red, just because you can see physically doesn't mean these people have the power of God. How else would you explain it? I mean, if you did try and find the proof in the pudding, you'd just get yourself covered in pudding. Even the Apostle Paul encountered people who could see the future or performed apparent miracles who didn't serve God. And if you were covered in pudding, then you would sort of be in the pudding, which would sort of make you the proof, right? Kaylin, do you mind? Not really. Well, I do. Okay, chill, girl. Maybe I'll talk to Mr. Guard here about the pudding thing. Uh, right. Uh, excuse me! What do you know about pudding, Mr. Guard? Uh-huh. Red, you can't be duped by this. Only God has true power. Oh, right. Convenient. And how am I supposed to tell the difference here? Trust me, Red. These guys have nothing to do with God. And as much as I am glad you can see physically, I think you've overlooked something here. And what's that? They didn't heal you, Red. They made you trade your ability to see with your heart for your ability to see with your eyes. These are getting way too close, Winter. I want you to get out of here while you still can. And leave you to try and stop two warring gangs by yourself? This is no time to try and act brave. I am not having you hide behind this car, helping me ward off hundreds of armed gangsters. But I want you to... Sounds like the cavalry's come. We might not have to fight them alone after all. There is no we, Winter. You are not going to stay here just because West Orlington Police has finally shown up. Wait! What are you doing? Get down! Don't stand up! Spencer, that's not West Orlington Police. It's Commissioner Delaney. What? Commissioner Delaney! Are you okay? We'll be fine. Matt's covering us from the Trusia. Who's this with you? How's it going, brother? This is Penelope. We haven't the time for introductions, but she's going to help us end this battle. How? I want you to go with Matt. We've done some talking with Penelope and noticed something startling about the M55. What do you mean? This is neither the time nor the place to have a little chat. Go with Matt. He'll explain everything. Svensson and I will cover you from here. Now, cool. Yes, sir. This kind of driving from you, Matt. Well, normally exceeding the speed limit would be considered to be in bad taste for an officer of the law, except in the most extreme situations. But since half the town is engulfed in flames, and most of the speed limit signs have been destroyed anyway, I'd say we have cause for exceptions. Agreed. Whoa! Okay, um, that was close. Yeah, um, maybe you can do a little bit more of that uh, praying thing you're so fond of. Deal, but you need to tell me what you and the Commissioner discovered. Seriously? Right now? I'm trying to drive! There are seven shepherds. The seven are of no concern to us right now. The ones that we hadn't accounted for were apparently killed mysteriously three years ago. But there is an eight. What? The, the person, Micah, that the M55 is based on 
speaks of seven shepherds. Seven! But it also says about eight leaders of men. Penelope knows a little bit more about the eighth from what she learned from the indigo. So where's the eighth? Not even the indigo knows that. He's very secretive. Have you ever been asked this many questions while trying to drive? So does anyone know who it is? That is what I'm trying to find out. You. <sighs> that is what we need to find out. Can you do the praying thing now? Yeah, good idea. I don't see how you can be criticizing this. I mean, don't you believe in healing? Of course. God created us, so it's not beyond him to repair us in ways that seem unexplainable. But that doesn't change the fact that there can be forgeries. Yeah, but the Bible says we'll know people by their fruit. Isn't this the obvious fruit hanging in front of our faces? You know, I know another set of people in the Bible who grabbed the whole of fruit they thought was for them, Adam and Eve, and look where that got us. So you admit this is their fruit then? Yes, of course it is. But fruit of what? We all bear what the Bible calls fruit. That's the result of our beliefs. The problem is, Red, you're only looking at one result of their beliefs, this apparent healing. What about the fact they kidnapped us? Isn't that fruit too? Yeah, I gotta say, I really wasn't keen on that. They even took my library book. The nerve. Kaylin, is this really the time to be thinking about a library book? Um, Red, it's THE library book, you know, with all the names of the M55? Oh. Doesn't that concern you? Just maybe a little bit? Not really. We only needed the book so we would have an edge over the thoughts. It looks like the Prots are doing a pretty good job of that themselves. Perhaps, but I'm not sure if that's a very comforting thought. If they can heal my eyes, I think they can take care of this. Alright, you thoughts had enough yet? Don't you see? We're in charge. We'll never surrender. You won't take us alive. Fine. I'd rather take you dead anyway. Hold on! What on earth? We come peacefully. Don't shoot. Commissioner Delaney, what a surprise. I've gathered together some people with key information, such as Trisha Westcott and my friend Penelope, who work with the Endigo. We want to help form a peace treaty. Peace? Are you nuts? Look, that dotty old lady Trisha couldn't keep one alliance together. What makes you think you all stand a better chance? Because I know that you know this'll never end any other way. So what if you have the upper hand now? It won't last and you know it. Your prots and tolls are too evenly matched and most of your leaders have already been captured. It's anarchy. A house divided against itself will fall. Isn't that what the good book says? Yeah. You don't really expect us to put aside hundreds of years of fighting to appease you, do you, Delaney? Frankly, Father, it's not a dictatorship anymore. I want to hear what everybody thinks. How dare you? My men live by me words. Well, lately, they've mostly been dying by them. I can vouch for that. Let me say something. Hey, everybody listen here. I've had about enough of this killing, thieving, and generality-ness of all this crazy stuff. We've been fighting for the truth, but do we even know what that is? I can agree with that. Not the dotty old one again. Aye, old I may be, 
But with these years, I have seen many a things and learned too. Which is more than I can say for you? Watch it. You've all been fighting for your biases so long that you haven't had time to stop and see for yourself if anything you believe is true. I for one can say I've been thoroughly mixed up. Are you gonna continue to die for somebody else's twisted idea of truth? Or are you gonna lay down your weapons with your pride and give peace a chance? I for one can recommend it. This is absurd! No, no, I would say your men don't agree with you, Callahan. And that is enough reason for me to like this. Let's talk about this treaty. Alright, Commissioner Delaney wants us to figure out who the Eighth Shepherd is. I'm not leaving this office until we figure it out. Alright, any idea where to start? You're the sleuth. You tell me. Well, I think we should go over all the common players in this whole thing. You mean like the shepherds? No, I mean those around the shepherds. Someone who could be hiding, as if he or she has nothing to do with this. Maybe even a victim of the gang war. A victim? Why a victim? Because that would be the perfect cover. No one would suspect the victim. Except you, obviously. You keep records of all the churches in the area, right? We keep records of everything in the area. Uh, Why do you ask? Maybe the eighth is another pastor but one who has been victimized by this whole ordeal. Well, it hasn't done Reverend Teal any favors. True, but he was confirmed as one of the M55. Hmm. (sighs) Winter, what are you thinking? You have that look. You stay here and go through reports on any of the non-Shepherd churches in the area. I think I need to pay Sergeant Avery a visit. Sergeant Avery? Why? He may have some information that can help us. Besides, I think I have something that belongs to him. All right, on your feet. Mr. Hood, how nice to see you again. Enough of your sarcasm. Get up. What do you want? Our leader betrayed us. He's in talks with the cops about peace. But that's good, right? You can finally end this conflict. Don't you get it, girlie? We don't want peace with the Tolls. We want to kill every last one of them. Well, that's pretty rude. Kaylin, shh. Why do you have to kill them? Because they're liars, every last one. They claim they have the true light. But what they are is dirty liars, dragging the truth through the mud. They aren't the only ones. What did you say? I said you prots are no more followers of the truth than the Thals are. How dare you! Dad! Stay back, you! Leave my dad alone! Why, now that you can see, you're afraid of what you see, eh? Well, that's life, girlie. As for you, you and the annoying one are becoming too much of a chore to deal with. Uh, Annoying one? Brad, which one of us does he mean? Darren, use the gas. (laughs) Right, you got it. Gas? What do you mean, gas? Just some harmless knockout gas. Mind you, we could increase the dosage and do away with them altogether. Um, I vote for not doing away with us. You can't do this to them. Look, I thought you believed in us. So did I, but I don't believe in this. If this is what it costs to be able to see your world, I want no part of it. What are you going to do about it? I don't know. Ha, I figured. Why, you... Hey, girlie, who are you looking at? 
Oh, I'm over here. I... Th- then why does it look like you're over here? Red, your eyes, they look like they used to. I... I can't see, Kaylin. I'm losing my vision. I can't see anymore. You did this. I had nothing to do with it. I guess you chose what you wanted to see. Darren, gas the father and the annoying one. The blind girl is no threat to us. I think she needs to live with her sins. Excuse me, Sergeant? What? Get out of here. Can't you see I'm busy packing? Yes, but if I could just have a moment of your time... Listen, you. Oh, well, if it isn't Winter O'Brien, the little detective girl, what do you want? I want to know why you've been so apathetic. Apathetic? Apathetic? Do I sound apathetic to you? I'm talking about your lack of police involvement and what's been going on in the county. Is this a joke? You had a homing device on Matt, and you didn't even jump in when he was stuck with the prods. Listen, I've already been through this with Steven. Now why don't you get out of my office? You know why I don't think you jumped in? I could care less. Because it doesn't work. It's a fake. How would you know a fake from a real tracker? I don't need to be an electrician to know this empty plastic case is a fake. But this one works. It used to, anyway. What on earth are you doing? I don't appreciate being tracked, Sergeant Avery. You're paranoid, Winter. Why would I want to track you? You tell me. I found it attached to a locket a friend gave me. Then why are you suspecting me? Go accuse your friend. I think someone put her up to it. They threatened her, perhaps. I reversed the tracking and traced it to your office. I don't have time for this. Get out of my office. Sergeant. All right, that's it. Hemmings, come in here and escort Miss O'Brien to her car. The library is full of prot guards. So I noticed. There's no way we're getting in there to find the book. We don't need to. Why? Well, while you were inside scoping the place out, I overheard some prots talking. And? And they said they captured Mathon Laban and some girl named Kaylin with the book. They've taken them to their headquarters at First Church. Well then, we're going to church. This episode, The Eighth, was written and directed by Christopher Green. Sound design by Christopher Green, with additional voice recording by Luke Gonneau, and mix supervision by Todd Green. Our cast included, in order of appearance, Chris Anthony Lansdowne as the Brooklyn Police Officer, Todd Green as Commissioner Stephen Delaney, James J. Green as Matt Delaney, Natasha Green as Winter O'Brien, J.D. Sutter as the Head Prot, Andy Loist as Officer Svensson and Jack, Abigail Bourne as Lay, Dominic Trice as Mr. Hood, Henry Gerfun as Mathlin LeBon and Sergeant Avery, Jana Gerfun as Red LeBon, Tamara Green as Kaylin and Penelope, Micah Touche as Darren and Father Callahan, Vicki Popovich as Trisha Westcott, with additional crowd voices by Michael LeFavor, J.D. Sutter, and Jonathan Cook. For more information, visit shadowsanddaylight.ca.